This is Behind the Game with PJ, live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here's your host, Priscilla Joseph. I'm not going to because everybody keeps telling me to. No, I won't. I got a question for all y'all. And I'm not going to, like, somehow they'll find this. So I'm going to be careful how I word this because I'm scared of the Bayhive. I don't want to get canceled. (laughs) They're terrifying. Listen, I'm with you. They are terrifying. I'm with you. I've canceled a couple times. (laughs) But look, I'm going to make sure I say this in the nicest way possible. I'm not listening to the new Beyonce album. I didn't ask you to listen to Alvin. I'm not going <laughs> to listen to. I'm not going to listen to any of the songs on the new Beyonce album. What? What's because why? everybody keeps telling me to. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. You're such a rebel. I am. Thank you so much. I, I take. I take very good, very, very big pride Your in that. Poor wife. <laughs> she's the same way. I don't know. Like, if there's like a Netflix show that everybody's watching, I'm the same she's like, I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> I'm not either. I like got t- Tiger to King during the fir- during you know lockdown. Yeah. Everybody was talking about Tiger King and how they were watching Tiger King and how great Tiger King was. She goes, I'm not going to watch Tiger King. Yeah. I was like, I want to watch it. She's like, I'm not going to watch it with you. Yeah. And I didn't want to watch something like without her. <laughs> oh, yeah. So then I ended up like turning it on one day and I watched like 10 minutes and I was like, this is dumb. Yeah. So I turned it off. Uh, I've, that's as much Tiger King as I've ever watched. 10 minutes. 10 minutes. What's that other show that everyone's like obsessed with? I don't think I've ever... Well, most of them I've never watched. I don't know. One, because There's I a don't... whole bunch of shows that people are just obsessed with. <laughs> Harrison would know. Harrison, what shows What shows are the? What shows are people obsessed with nowadays? Yeah. Talking about Stranger Things? That's well, one that's of them. One I haven't seen a single either. episode. It's a little overrated, I think. It I is a good show, though. I also, this is one that I actually want to watch. I haven't seen a single episode There's of Game of Thrones. That one, that one. I want to, though. Have you seen that one? I just don't have yeah, HBO. I, that's another one that didn't quite... Overrated? I, I was, like, big on Breaking Bad. That's that's a true one for that's me. That's another so, one I haven't seen. That was that was during my college years, and my roommate, one of my roommates, was obsessed with Breaking Bad, but it was on Sundays at the <laughs> same time or a little bit after The Walking Dead. I was obsessed with The Walking Dead. It was a battle between us. So I was like, I'm going to watch The Walking Dead. I'm not going to watch Breaking Bad. He's like, I'm going to watch Breaking Bad. I'm not going to watch The Walking (laughs) Dead. So I've never seen a single episode of Breaking Bad just because of my roommate. Oh, that's That's good, though. That's a treat for you. Whenever you have time, it's like a true number one show. What's that? That's on Netflix, right? They might have taken it off Netflix. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to find it. Yeah, it's out there somewhere. Someone has it, but I've also it's worth stopped it. watching The Walking Dead after like season six. It gets bad. And they're like finishing. Yeah, I got into a, like a soap soap opera, mm-hmm. rom-com. Yeah. I was like, there are zombies that you're supposed to be killing. Why are you worried about who loves <laughs> who? All right? What's going on here? Yes. Thank you, Harrison. You're yeah, safe. You <laughs> but yes, you don't have to. I would just, the song kind of. I'm not going to. I like the, the beat. I'm more of a beat type Take person. that, Bayhive. Yeah, so. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I he got it off his chest. Yeah. I apologize. I didn't <laughs> it's off that. his chest. Uh, <laughs> the question I asked you before the break. Oh, yes. I forgot it already. Remind me. Mickey Joseph Monday. Uh, went a little hard uh, on the podium after his wide receivers. Uh, wondering uh, what, what was your... <laughs> If you were watching or listening to that while it was happening, I listened to like, after. You listened to it after. What were your thoughts? What was going through your head as you were listening to Mickey talk about his wide receivers? This was my exact re- 
reaction. This man ain't got no chill mode. I mean, like, why are you so aggressive? Like, chill, bruh. Chill. That's what I told him. And he was like, what you mean? I'm like, can you, like, just sit down, answer answer the people's questions, and keep it moving? And he's like, you know that's not me. I'm like, all right. Well, I mean... We don't have to be so aggressive. <laughs> and I'm you know, like, when when they were when they asked him, you know, he was talking about consistency in the wide receivers, and they said, "Who's been the most consistent in the room?" And he just, he just me, <laughs> me, such a jerk. I've been the most, and like you know, listening to his answer, I was like, I get it. You know, he's like, you know, they're gonna make mistakes, and I have to be the most consistent, you know, to hold them accountable. And I was like, I get that, but at the same time, like, I was thinking, is that a problem that the wide receivers aren't? more consistent is that something that we should all worry about and again i've said this many a time and i'll continue to say it every time i talk about it i'm not a coach i'm not a division one football player i don't understand all the intricacies of what they're talking about but i do talk about it for you a living, like playing so devil's advocate it. oh, it's yeah. cool um i appreciate that i think we we nebraska need to be realistic because a lot of these players are I don't want to say young, but young. They're, they're still kind of young, and there's still I mean, a lot all of... The, all the players on the football team. I mean, they're all... like you, know, yeah. you have maybe, like, a couple who are, like, 24 or over, but for the most part, they're all under 24. And they're all working... Well, offensively, they're working with a new staff. So, the big thing with coaching is, like, new verbiage. You know, like, mm-hmm. most of the time, they're all speaking the same thing. Just but a they different might, way of saying it. Yes. And, or, like, they just call it something different you know they might call a certain route this and mm-hmm. the player's like wait what do you, you nope that's not what we call it here i believe uh nori Nuelli, offensive lineman i uh, transferred from colorado state said that it took him a while to get used to things last year with the with the offensive mm-hmm. line coach last year because coming from colorado state to nebraska they used the same terminology but it was for different, different. things. Oh, so they would use confusing. like the same words, but one word here meant something totally different at Colorado state. So they would say something and he would do what he was trained to do at Colorado state. And it was like, Nope, wait, it's this way. Yes. now. I got to do this now. Yes. So that is, you know, that takes time. Like, so when he says no one's consistent besides him, I mean, that should be the answer. Realistic. I mean, he didn't have to be, so, so so upfront, so, blunt about it. <laughs> that's Mickey for you. Like that's, I mean, what you see is what you get. That's look. It was good, and you know, he he. You know, if I can actually find one of these, I don't know if I want to play the whole thing. Yeah, but there was like a clip where he talked about his coaching style and how they're adjusting to his coaching style now because of how. Not aggressive, he's in, but he's, like he's in, your, in your like, face. Yeah, like up front he is. And he said, I'm not going to tell them what they need to hear. I'm going to tell them what or I'm not going to tell them what hear. they want to hear. I'm going to tell them what they need to hear. Yes. And, 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 you know, I'm going to be upfront and real with them. And that's, you know, that's, you know, just but how he is. Walking off the field, he's going to go up to them. He's going to put his arm around him. And he's going to be like, do you see what I was com- like, where I'm coming from? Because they're going to they're going to make the adjustment. And then he's gonna be like, "You gonna tell me I told you so?" You know, and because that's that's <laughs> yeah. Mickey. Like he's gonna, he wants to hear like, "Yes, coach, you're." You know, not that he wants. But I take but that he back. Kinda, he, he, he wants. He, he wants. To wants he wants, he to, wants to be like, yeah, like, yeah, "Yeah, I was right." <laughs> yes. So he does. That's the thing. So he's really, and it, it's it's 
not easy for some players or for, you know, some athletes to be coached that way. And he knows the ones that he has to like tone it down a notch Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Um, I mean, he's been successful for many reasons, right? But in your face and then on the way out or in a meeting or something, he's going to come up, put his arm around you and be like, listen, Mm -hmm. I love you. But I was right. Thanks for doing what I told you. <laughs> and then they feel that. They feel oh, like, yeah. oh, wow, he's he does love me. Like, you know, yeah, he, like, he may have cursed me out, but he it was, was all right. It was, all, he was you know, right. For a, <laughs> it was for a good reason. Like, it, it was, was necessary. Good, Has yeah. there ever – now, I don't know if this might be getting a little too, mm-hmm. too into it. Has there ever been a time where – because you say that you're really close with the receivers that he coaches, with, yes. the, with his guys – has there ever been a time where you've, you know, uh, uh, one of the players has come to you and maybe not complained about Mickey, but you've just told him, like, look, he loves you. He This is just the way that he does things. So the players don't actually, like, just come up to me. Mickey will tell tell me and be like, okay, this this is what happened. So, like, when I go in there, I'm like, listen. I go up to them. I'm like, have a seat. And, I'll, you know, I'll talk to them. And I'm like, he's coming from a good point. You know, you may have been right, but you also have to see where – his expectations are for you, mm-hmm. you know? So they're not just getting love from him, but they're getting love from me. And no, just knowing, I mean, I, I'm not anything that they need. I'm, they don't need me. Right. Yeah. But I'm there for support so that they know that if Mr. Is being an ASS, then <laughs> there's somebody else in the room that can love on them for a split second and know that, there's an end goal here and it's to win. So um, like everything he's doing is coming from a, a place a good of love. Place. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He want he's, he's doing this so he can get the best out of you. Yeah. But most of the time, like I'll tell him like, you know, cause he'll come home and tell me like this, you know, I got into it with this and I'm like, maybe tomorrow you need to go and love on him a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, he'll even just share like random things about players or like, Oh, this player came in and told me this. And I'm like, what did you, ask you know like because i'm coming from a like the outside Mm -hmm. i'm like well and he's only focused on football right i'm like well maybe something's going on maybe he reacted because there's something outside of football that's whether it's at home or in class and then he'll go to to work the next day and be like and he'll call me our two-minute conversation and he's like you're right. Like such and such, this <laughs> something was happening. I'm like, and it's it's a team. Like it's like I also need to re- remind him that as much as we love football, it's there's still a life outside of it, and you have to be aware and conscious that these kids aren't just football. Like they still have to go to school. They still have to have relationships. They still have to um, do their work and get better and all of this stuff that mm-hmm. adult life. Right. Yeah. So you have to remember that. And as a coach, sometimes you forget that because you only see them during football time. You see them as the athlete. Yes. And there's, you know, the student and just the regular person. Yeah. Outside of that. Mm-hmm. But he's he's really good at having those relationships because the players come, they go through the office and, you know, I'm like, just, hey, you know, reminder, make sure to check in on them. Yep. You know, I know it's camp and camp is stressful for the players. It's it, it's a very stressful time because they also don't see anybody like we don't see him. Like they don't see their girlfriends or they don't get to talk to their mom at lunch like they normally do and yeah. stuff like that. So it's it's a difficult time and it could be stressful. So 
Yeah, I mean, you gotta cut him some slack a little bit. And I mean, Not it all happens, you know. It's yeah, like you said, it's stressful. So you know, sometimes the emotions bubble up, and then you know, it it gets to a point where maybe you have that the Monday press conference, and it's like that. But again, <laughs> it's it's as he said, you know, it comes from a place of love, and and and. You know, they, they, they're looking out for each other. That's, I just that's have to remind them, this is not the Mickey Joseph show. So, <laughs> tone it down. So. <laughs> Take it down. It's not all you, but it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> He's uh, just passionate. That's yeah. it. Look, the passion is good. The passion is what the people want. That's what people want is passion. But y'all be hyping him up. like that. Oh, they did. Oh, like, they did. I mean, they, I, I, oh my God, I got tagged in it like immediately. I was they were like, just like, yeah, look at this. I was like. Look at how, how excited <laughs> he is for the season to start. And he wants perfection from his wide receivers. I'm like, uh, at the same time, he's like, they are going to make mistakes. Yeah. I just have to, you know, try to minimize that as much as I can. So, right. You yes. Know, and, and I've said it before and I'll say it again. At, after a certain point, after coaching them up for as long as you do and, and and teaching them everything that you can teach them once they get onto that field once they get onto that court once you know your your athletes get to you know whatever place that they're going to play after a certain point it's on them like you can only do so much as a coach put them in the right positions but then they have to take that and excel yeah cuz you can't you know you can put, you know, your linebacker in the perfect spot. You can have your receiver, you know, they have the exact route to run and it leads them to green space, but they have to run fast enough to get under the ball. They have to get their hands in the right position to catch the ball. They have to tuck it away and make sure that it doesn't get poked out. You know, yep. your linebacker has to be in the right spot, has to fill the gap, break down, make the tackle, grab some cloth, bring him down. You know, you're putting them in the in the places to succeed. They have to take that use their skills and excel with that yeah and that's why their coaches are so hard during fall camp because once game time comes i mean they're not they're just guiding you at that point like that you've put in the work you, you they've made you to hopefully the athlete that they see you as and your job is just to perform so it's, it it's coaching yeah coaching on game day is just I can imagine how that's pretty stressful. I mean, it's str- yeah. it's stressful for well, me. And I'm just in the just... stands. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not on the sideline trying to make this work. Well, I mean, think about it, right? So, like, fans get mad at coaches. Like, I can't believe you did that. Wait, was it? Was I the one that dropped the ball? Yeah. No. It, 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 I mean, I'm sorry that I dropped the ball, even though I'm on the sideline coaching. I did so what I it's could. funny. Yeah. So it's funny when I hear comments like that. Like, coach, what are you doing? I'm like. Where is he? Is he him playing? Yeah, how dare you? I know. Like, what's what? Are you, are you sure you're watching the right game? You know. So, <clears throat> just kind of stay with this. Is I, not that I got into it, but we were discussing earlier on some earlier shows mm-hmm. how you know, just because Nebraska has brought in some transfers, brought in some new players, and is is trying to get better, uh, and and has made some moves in the coaching staff to 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 improve their stock and improve their wins uh, from last season doesn't mean that other teams haven't been doing the same. Mm-hmm. So just because Nebraska's improved doesn't automatically mean that they're going to beat, you know, whatever team is put in front of them. Right. Uh, because, you know, we're just go with the first game. Northwestern, Nebraska beat them 56 to seven last year. I believe I remember it was a lot to a little. They Northwestern only scored seven points. It was a lot to a little. Um, just because Nebraska, you know, changed quarterbacks and got a whole bunch of new receivers and got all an all new offensive coaching staff, 
doesn't mean that they're going to put up 56 again and that they're going to hold Northwestern to seven because Northwestern also made some improvements. Yeah, they lost some people, but so did Nebraska. Right. So, I mean, what what's your what's your take on that? Is is like people who just believe that just because, you know, your team made improvements means they're going to excel automatically. Uh, and I can see that as a fan standpoint because you're really only paying attention to like the team that you're rooting for, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like Nebraska fans are, well, I don't I don't know. I like I, I don't know what it's They're like intense. to be. They are, but I don't know if they like keep up with other schools because some I know some fans like they don't. They mm-hmm. laser don't. focused on one. There are yes. some who are you know plugged <clears throat> into other. So outlets. like, did Northwestern get new coaching? Uh don't know. I believe that they got a new new not coach a whole, somewhere. Like, no, not they didn't. Side, they right? didn't. So, they didn't fire their entire defensive or offensive staff. Right. For the so most Nebraska part, I believe they did. And then, then then they also brought in a bunch of new players. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're you have to take into account that not only is it players because players and most of them are transfers, so they they know what it's like to play in college. They so they have some sort of I don't want to say arrogant see about them but they also like i i played already like i know what to do right it's more just learning the new system for them but what the biggest challenge is that we got a whole new offensive staff five new coaches you know so one they gotta gel they gotta understand how to each other's coaching styles Mm -hmm. you know and not feel like you're treading on water, right? Like you want to be comfortable. You want to have this rapport. You want to be like, okay, I can come to you. Like, wait, hold on that, you know, and be comfortable enough to not question, but like ask, wait, like, what do you mean by this? Mm -hmm. And if coaches are coachable, you know, like (laughs) coaches have to be coachable as well. Yeah, they do have, they have to be, because you have to, it's not like football. You're coaching alone, You're coaching with like 30 some people. Yeah. So, that takes into and it's not even just five coaches because you have GAs and you have analysts and all that fun stuff. So it's you a got a lot of different <clears throat> a lot of different voices, a lot of different voices, a lot of different opinions, a lot. And, you know, and some people say stuff and some people don't. And you just you got to ride the wave and see where it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's it changes every year. I mean, listen, we go in thinking, OK. We're gonna. We don't think like we're gonna win every one, right? Like that is unrealistic. But at the same time, you think you're gonna win more than you're gonna lose. Absolutely, unless like he's just like, oh man, this is not <laughs> Which, great. <laughs> we, he's. It's never happened since he met me because I'm his lucky charm. Of course. <laughs> please keep that going. <laughs> please, please, please bring whatever that. Please bring that here. <laughs> I got you. Like I told you, we. <clears throat> excuse me. We've never had a losing season. And last season, he we actually finished, had a losing record. But he said it doesn't count because he didn't play. He didn't coach in the bowl game. There you go. So, technically. You were 500. We were 500. Not a losing Not record. Not a losing record. I'll take it. So, yeah. We, in 12, 12, 13 seasons. No losing records. No losing records. Whoo. So all those people on that board. That that, not me anymore. I changed mine. So all those people that have a losing record. I think it's just one person. Everybody else everybody else is 500 and it above. Was, it's just one. It's Mark. It was fun. funny. It's Mark. I'm going to call him out. That. It was Mark. It's just Mark on Mark Onweiler is the only one. 
But I, me and him had I the same the record, optimism. and I was the only one that was getting called out. <laughs> we had players coming in here. They're like, what's this? Why are you? And I was Gosh, like, Rico. why are you looking at me? I was like, there's another dude on there with the same record. And they're like, nah. And I was like, okay. But no, I've improved. There you go. I've improved. See? I'm not going to say what. Uh, you know, actually, yeah, I got him eight wins. <laughs> I don't care. I'll say it. What about a, our bowl game? Eight wins includes There's nine game. wins. Here you go. There. Thanks. Somebody tried to say if they went undefeated that I'd have to eat like hot peppers or something. And I was like, look, if that was a, like a true bet. I'm sorry, but I would I would be like whatever their last game is. I'd be like, look, I'm not doing it. You better miss a field goal or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing I'm this. Not doing you this. better look, look. You better <laughs> run to the end zone. You trip. You fumble it. I don't know. I don't want to do this. But mm-hmm. no, I would never do that. I would never do that. Yeah. An undefeated season would be fantastic. Always undefeated seasons are fun. <laughs> what is? You don't know anything about that. Oh no, not at all. <laughs> just just a historical one. <laughs> Whatever. Fun times. Fun Whatever. times. Whatever. Uh, I am going to ask you, speaking of that undefeated season, mm-hmm. um, speaking of Mr. Joseph, mm-hmm. the ability to have, you know, historic wide receivers as a wide receiver coach make it to the next level and be extremely successful, the ability to have them and have them be as close with your family as they are and not use them but have those names tied to you in recruiting. Mm-hmm. How much does that help? We can answer that, or you can answer that. I can't answer that. <laughs> I have none of that. You can answer that yeah. on the other side of the break. You're listening to Behind the Game with PJ on 93.7 The Ticket. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. 